You're listening to Sobriety with Ari Eastman. Hey, that's me. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sobriety. It's me, your friend who sometimes takes a week off. Uh, yeah, I... Listen, I'm going to just get right into it because in this episode, I want to talk about change and change in routine and kind of what that has meant for me. Um, I have a lot of changes that are coming up and I was very overwhelmed last week on top of kind of the horrible things that have just been happening in this country. I just didn't really feel like putting out an episode, I'll be honest. And um, I apologize for that. But I am excited because good things are on the horizon. Good things. And even good change can be scary. Listen, I'm someone who I think at this point you guys know me well enough to know that I uh, run on the anxious side. And for people with anxiety, we really cling to our routine and the things that we know and the things that are comfortable. I mean, as a child, I remember... It was such a weird thing, but I had this jacket and I would wear this jacket every single day, no matter what the weather was, because it was literally like my physical security that I could wear on me and like taking it off that disruption to routine. It it made me feel like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen to me if I take this jacket off, which, you know, that's (laughs) mental illness, isn't it? But uh, that's just, you know, that's a little bit of me. And I think that all of us, even spontaneous people who thrive on adventure and changing things up, I think those people still have some sort of routine, some sort of constant that they rely on. And like our routines can be a coffee shop we go to, what time we wake up, socializing, like the big things, the little things. For someone who is really adventurous, like, you know, your routine could be finding a new place to uh, travel to. Like, it's like we all have our things that keep us grounded. When I got sober in the very beginning, I definitely leaned on having a bunch of things at my disposal that I could incorporate into my routine. I've said this before that I I was definitely kind of a sloth my first few weeks, even my first 30 days. I did my work and then I would go home and I would just like watch TV, listen to podcasts. Okay, not that much has changed, but I would just have content that I was consuming all the time and I napped because there was a lot of fatigue, but also sleeplessness in those first few weeks. It's very weird, but I, I avoided grocery stores because my routine had been going to pick up a bottle of wine every day so I had to change my routine and I just kind of stayed home I basically self-isolated months before COVID even happened but then when I started physically feeling better I threw myself into things like bullet journaling I ordered little canvases and I painted even though I am not very good. I bought an iPad, I doodled, I I drew, and I just kept my hands really busy with creative stuff, but stuff that I could still do while I was lounging in bed or on the couch. It's like I wanted to stay busy, but I still wasn't really ready to go out into the real world. I was still trying to avoid triggers and just like, just, you know, one day at a time it. I have always been someone that, like I said, clings to my comforts and what I'm used to. Even when those things are not good for me. And I am not unique in this. Change, like I said, it is a disruption to our schedule. And it's hard for anyone. But we adjust and we, you know, acclimate and it takes time. But I don't know. Some people 
really look at change with excitement. And I don't know, maybe those are people that don't deal with anxiety as much. I don't know, because for me, ever since I was a kid, I looked at change with dread. Like even sleepovers and friends' parties that kind of like I was excited about, like the idea of it I was excited about and I wanted to go. But then when those when the event actually came up, the idea of sleeping at someone else's house that's not my bed and not my house, then it was like a nightmare. (laughs) And I just like, I didn't want to do it. And I would feel that kind of pit of like dread in my stomach when I would have something like that, where it's like a a change, a change to my routine as a child. Um, And yeah, even good things like, I don't know, change is just frightening to me. I have cried my eyes out every time I've changed jobs, even jobs I fucking hated. Like there was this job that I had where my boss was like, like he literally like sexually harassed me and was just like inept at his job and like kind of a piece of shit. And even when I left that job, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I left it. And oh my God, I've made a mistake and just, you know, freaked out. And When I went away to college, I was inconsolable for like three months and I actually made myself physically ill from it. Like I had stomach issues because I was so stressed being in this new place away from my mom and everything that I knew. And um, I've just I've had a lot of change in the past six months. I shifted careers and I started at a new company doing something very different that has been rewarding and cool and Like, I'm very glad that I did it, but it required me to learn new skill sets. And that shit makes me feel really dumb because I have a a version of imposter syndrome that's called the natural genius, which sounds incredibly douchey. uh, But basically, if something doesn't come easily to me and I am not immediately good at it, I feel like shit and uh, I want to abandon it. (laughs) It's literally why I hate puzzles Or like putting together furniture because if I look at instructions and I don't understand it right away, it makes me feel stupid and I don't ever want to feel stupid. I don't like feeling that way. So instead of being like, oh, this is a challenge and I'll figure it out, I get frustrated and angry and I want to go, never mind, fuck this and abandon it. So not a great trait of mine, but it's one that I have been working on and I think I've made, you know, pretty big progress this year. I've watched myself learn new things and get a handle on it and get better at it and not just throw in the towel. So, you know, baby steps, baby. And in addition to starting a new job with, you know, all those new skill sets and responsibilities, I turned 30, which is not like anything actually changed in my life. But there is a, I don't know, a weird mental shift. And it feels like something did change or should have. I don't know, whatever. That that That's stupid. But it's still it's still big. And then I purchased a new car, which I'm lucky that I was in a position to do that, but it's still change and I get freaked out about the commitment of it all. And now my latest thing is that I am leaving the apartment that I've been in for the past five years and I'm moving into a new beautiful place that I'm really excited to make my own, but I'm also scared shitless because change feels hard. And it feels like everything I know is being disrupted once again, even though I'm literally moving like a one mile radius. It's so stupid to be stressed about. When I get overwhelmed, my body tends to shut down. I get really sleepy. My depression sort of activates and I just lose my motivation and I don't want to go anywhere 
or do anything. And even though these are all good things, these are good changes and things that I am grateful for and excited about, and I can feel that they are steps that are setting me up for more success and joy and experiences, I'm still scared. I'm still nervous to change my routine. I'm still afraid of change. I'm afraid every time something changes that I'm making a mistake. And I used to cope with that fear uh, because life is always changing, by the way. <laughs> Newsflash, life always changes. And I dealt with that, a lot of that anxiety by drinking. Those fears, being overwhelmed, the anxiety I just drank. I drank to mute it. I drank to drown it, to ignore it. And we all know that that's actually just like pouring gasoline on a little fire and making it monstrous. So now I have to look at the fact that my day-to-day will change. You know, things like my coffee shop, my neighborhood walk, All of these things are going to change and I will be okay. And maybe I will cry about it first and I can have my Pisces emo moments. But I also remind myself that through every change, even the gut-wrenching ones, the worst ones, the ones that, you know, parts of me will never recover from, I did still adjust. We humans, we are resilient. We may like our routine, because routines are good for our brains and our security and our safety, but we are also meant to adapt and evolve, and we are good at it. So anyway, that's a reminder, mostly to me, but maybe to you if you need it. That's where I've been, and you know, that's where I'm going. Anyway, all right, it's time for... It's something that made me happy this week. It's my pink. Well, you know, it's been a tough week um, with in America. Um, number one, fuck the NRA. And I just, yeah, I like I said up front, part of the reason I kind of been having a hard time podcasting is just because like it just feels like talking about myself. Um, I don't know. There are moments where I'm like, I don't do I need to like do this right now? Like there's just a lot of collective. This is supposed to be the happy thing. I'm sorry. I'm getting to it. I promise. Anyway. So, you know, not too many good things have been, have been happening. I feel like this week, but I did meet up with my friend Bix who I met through the internet. I mean, I always say like, I've made some really great friends through the internet. We met like technically, I think we like connected through Instagram or TikTok, and, um, We've hung out a few times now and we got together and we went thrifting and then we got breakfast with her boyfriend and it was just like a lovely little, a lovely little morning. And I think that what I am finding the older I get and as kind of gut-wrenching and helpless we can all feel with some of the news going on with abortion rights and lack of gun reform um, or whatever you may have going on personally, I think finding those little moments to just go get lunch with a friend are becoming more and more important to me to carve time out for. Because even if it's for a moment, like if I can take myself away from like just my brain, you know, and like actually exist with another human being, I think that is 
medicine in a lot of ways also medicine like also take your meds <laughs> like i'm still taking my zoloft you know what i mean um i'm just it's like a, a it's like a supplement it's like a little supplement but um yeah so i think that's kind of that's where i've been and that's what i'm doing spending time with people that i love and i love all of you so oh and i i wanted to tell you guys that i am working on getting an episode with someone to talk kind of about what happens to us kind of collectively when there's like so much kind of like traumatic events that are happening and kind of for people in recovery, what that looks like for just all of us kind of collectively um, because some of the ways other people numb out, if you're in recovery, we can't numb out in those ways. And um, I am working on getting an actual expert to bring on to talk about those things because as I say, literally every single episode, I'm not an expert. I'm just me. Trademark. I'm not an expert. I'm just me. Ding. All right. Anyway, love you. Talk to you next week.